Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wide Array of Sports Takes podcast. I am Andrew DeStefano. My Twitter is SportsGuru716 if you want to follow it. It's covered in League of Legends content right now. But also all content that I post does get linked there. So that includes these podcasts. That includes any football rankings, which I put up today, every Thursday, and then I update Saturday and Sunday, along with any other articles I put up in regards to football, NASCAR, hockey, and obviously League of Legends, like that's like my favorite thing. But I mean, football also has some good content. So today's episode, it's between. Um, so tonight, the Jets and Broncos play. Those both those teams suck, but there are guys that you should consider putting in your team, especially with the Titans and Steelers are possibly not playing this week. So it causes a mess for your roster. I know one of my teams literally has like seven questionable players on it. And now that Corey Davis and AJ Brown aren't playing, I'm like screwed. So we're going to have to look into that Um, with these waiver wire grabs that I put up yesterday. I put up every Wednesday, a list of a few guys that you should consider adding in the waiver wire. And they are as follows. So quarterbacks, I had Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's had a good start to the season so far. Ride him when he's hot. This week, he's a top 15 quarterback in my rankings, which makes him a high quarterback two or a low quarterback one, depending on how bad your team is. With Garoppolo hurt, Drew Locke hurt, even Jeff Driscoll hurt. Um, I mean, you with those guys hurt, now you have to think about, okay, who am I shuffling into my lineup? Fitz is available in a lot of leagues. You should consider adding him. Um. Kirk Cousins, another guy that's barely in any leagues, he is solid. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been a solid quarterback for years. Uh, Everyone thinks he sucks because he got paid so much money to go to Minnesota and he was all hyped at the time, and that doesn't do him really any justice because he's pretty much the same player he was. He just, you know, never got better, never developed farther. But he's solid with Adam Thielen there and Dalvin Cook. I mean, he's always going to be decent. Justin Jefferson came on the scene last week, big deal. So. You should really be considering Kirk Cousins also in the same light you'd consider Fitzpatrick. Running backs. Jeff Wilson Jr. last week had a great week for the 49ers because Jarek McKinnon got hurt. So now Mostert, Tevin Coleman, and Jarek McKinnon are all banged up. The first two definitely aren't playing this week probably. So Jeff Wilson's all that's there is, is left. He's more of a bruiser back, and he was expected to be more of a goal line back like he was last year. Last year, he had a couple good weeks when injuries happened because Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon have injury issues over their career. So this is not the first time Jeff Wilson's going to be relied upon. And in the past, he's done a fine job. So he was at the top of my list this week for guys you should add if you didn't, you know, if no one had added him already in your league. Brian Hill, one of the top handcuffed running backs right now in the league. Last week, he did great with his limited touches. Um, He has clearly... Stepped over Ido Smith and Quadri Olison for number two behind Todd Gurley. That's a big deal. Todd Gurley is one of those running backs that no one knows if he's going to make it all year because his knees are so bad. I mean, the Rams had to be careful last uh, a couple of years ago with him and make sure that they didn't um, overwork him. And, you know, if Atlanta continues to struggle, you know, you may see them try and look at younger players that have a longer shelf life left, and Brian Hill might be that guy. I mean, last week he had an increase in touches. He scored a touchdown. 
He is a threat out of the backfield, so he's valuable in all assets. In all ways, sorry. Uh, Kalen Balaj just got signed to the Jets. Knows Adam Gates' offense. The Jets have a lot of injuries, and he was like the most targeted player on the team out of the backfield last week for Sam Darnold. That's important for tonight. You know, you may have to look at a guy like Kalen Balaj as a running back, too, with all the running back injuries that they're having, plus now with James Conner and Derrick Henry possibly questionable for your team this week in terms of just being able to play or not. You may have to look at a guy like Kalen Balaj. I mean, he had 10 points last week, and at this point, you really, with all the injuries and everything everyone's having, it's almost like it's an extra bye week, and you have to get what you can in points and I think maybe those 10 points in your flex or RB2 might be a big deal for you um last week you did fine this week you should do even better I mean they really don't have any wide receivers to throw to and Denver isn't that great so you know there should be opportunities for him to succeed wide receivers I have Brandon Ayuk from the 49ers. Last week he came on the scene. The 49ers have a lot of injuries, like I just said, at running back. They also didn't have Kittle or Jordan Reed went down last week as well. So Brandon Ayuk is really all they have. Debo Samuel is supposed to come back this week or next week, but I think this is a big statement game for him was last week. You know, he ran the ball extremely well in what reminded me of Debo Samuel's spot last year with running the ball. And he also did very well receiving in his natural state. So, you know, maybe he is worthy of a first-round pick. I mean, I think he's the first wide receiver. Uh, he might have been the first wide receiver taken off the board. Not certain about that, but he did very well. He's not owned in many leagues, and he might be the most valuable rookie wide receiver right now because he is the clear number one in San Francisco. They don't have other targets healthy, and that's going to give him opportunities. If Nick Mullins and him, developed a repertoire in training camp and stuff because there was all these other guys ahead of him and Nick Mullins was the backup to Garoppolo, you know, that, that chemistry is proving to be, you know, um, beneficial for the team right now because they have all these injuries. So now it's like a, you know, second team wide receiving corner, second team quarterback playing offense, and they have that chemistry necessary to succeed. And they clearly did last week. And I think he would be the top target for me at wide receiver this week. Another rookie wide receiver is T. Higgins. T. Higgins for Cincinnati. He's the number three there. Him and Joe Burrow both coming in this year. You know, uh, he will eventually replace A.J. Green. Because A.J. Green's getting up there and he's getting banged up. But T. Higgins had his breakout week last week. Two touchdowns. And if that doesn't tell you that Joe Burrow might start throwing the ball more to T. Higgins towards the end zone, I don't know what will. I think that that chemistry that they might develop right now will be something that we're looking at for the next five to six years as a you know one two punch there in the in the red zone that you have to watch out for like Joe Burrow is proving that he can be a pocket passer in this league he's throwing the ball all over the damn place I mean his offensive line is absolutely terrible but as a player he is doing a fine job throwing the ball so honestly I would be looking at T Higgins definitely in dynasty leagues I mean you should already be owned in dynasty leagues but I would consider adding him in a one-year league and say, hey, you know, let's see if he does this again a couple times. Maybe he's going to be worthy of a flex spot during a bye week or something. And lastly, I have Hunter Renfro. This is more of a one-week deal. 
I think uh, against the Bills, he's like going to be the only wide receiver they have. I know Tyrell Williams was out before the season started. Brian Edwards is out. Henry Ruggs is probably not playing. And they have Darren Waller, who's going to draw all the attention, and that's going to leave Hunter Renfro open in the slot. And honest to God, I mean, Taron Johnson kind of struggled last week and the week before, in my opinion. I mean, he definitely struggled the week before. And this past week, Cooper Cup um, destroyed our defense no matter who was on him. So I would be kind of concerned about Hunter Renfro in the slot as a Bills fan. But as fantasy owner, I would add Hunter Renfro. He might be valuable as a wide receiver three or a flex option. I think he's going to get targets. He's going to get opportunities. And even if he gets five catches for 50 yards and a touchdown, that's, a, that's, shit, that's 16 points. Like, that's huge. 16 points is huge. I mean, he's, he's going to get an opportunity. He's going to get points this week. So, honestly, I'd probably take Hunter Renfro if I needed a guy right now this week. Tight ends. Uh, Jimmy Graham has been hovering around 20th on my rankings at tight end to 25th. One week, I think he might have even been off the list. With Mitch Trubisky, he wasn't relied upon that much. Mitch kind of just looked at Allen Robinson and threw him the ball. And, I mean, Allen Robinson's a top 10 wide receiver in the league, but other teams also see that. And they weren't winning games. Well, they were winning games, but they weren't really succeeding on the offensive side of the ball. So Matt Nagy has went to Nick Foles halfway through the game last week, and they came back against the Falcons, and Jimmy Graham was a big part of that. And Nick Foles clearly showed that he can rely on Jimmy Graham. He, you know, that experience is something that he values, and they had, and Jimmy Graham had two touchdowns. So, honestly, with all the tight end question marks going on right now, Jimmy Graham might become a low-tier tight end one before very long because of this inherent value he has with Nick Foles. I mean, if he's a red zone threat because everyone's focusing on Allen Robinson, Nick Foles is not afraid to throw the ball to Jimmy Graham clearly. Another tight end that I put on my watch list is Robert Tanyan. I don't know. Tanyan, I don't know. But Green Bay Packers. He won the job this year over Jay Sternberger for the number one tight end spot. And Aaron Rodgers is starting to throw him the ball. He's starting to rely on him more. Devonta Adams out. And if everyone's focusing on Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you know, this no-name undrafted tight end is the one getting the opportunities, and those opportunities he's succeeding with. And that's a big deal. I mean, I always say, and I'll repeat again, pass attempts, carries, touches, receptions, targets, those numbers matter. Those numbers matter more than yards. It's about opportunities to succeed. You want a ex better expectation of what you're going to have every week going into every week for your fantasy football team. So, you know, you can't rely on a guy going 18 yards per catch because some weeks he's just not going to do that. But if you know you're going to have a guy like Julian Ian Edelman or Keenan Allen who's going to have eight receptions a week for 80 yards, that's big points right there. You can't turn that away. I'd rather have that than five catches for 100 yards and touchdown every other week. You know, that's a big deal. So, this tight end might have value. Put him on your watch list, Robert Tanyan or whatever. That's a guy that you should consider. So to recap, quarterbacks, I'd consider Fitz or Cousins. Running backs, Wilson from the 49ers. Ryan Hill from the Falcons. Kalen Balaj from the Jets. Wide receivers, Ayuk, 49ers. Higgins, Bengals. Renfro for the Raiders. Big deal. Big deal. I would add Renfro this week in my flex if I was a team owner that had him that saw him in a league you know and you're starting to get a little desperate and he's pretty solid 
and tight ends Jimmy Graham and uh, Robert Canyon. So those are the guys I would consider for waiver wire pickups this week. In terms of Thursday night football this week, we've got the quarterbacks. I would not start either one. If you're starting either one, you're in trouble. Running backs, Frank Gore, no thank you. Maybe as a flex, if you're desperate, get guaranteed points because he's going to get touches. Last week he had like 20 or more carries. I mean, he's not going to be valuable for very long because that's a lot of work on his, you know, I would say used up tires. Let's just go. His tires are bald by this point, in my opinion. And last year it was proven that when he filled in for Singletary for the Bills, it lasted for a couple weeks. And then after that, it was clear that he was not the same guy. So Frank Gore this week in a flex makes sense. Melvin Gordon, quality RB2. So that's what you should do there. I mean, I have Melvin Gordon uh, 20th on my list. And Frank Gore... 34th. So that should tell you where they should go. Um, wide receiver wise, Jameson Crowder might come back. I don't expect it. So there's really no Jets wide receiver. I have in my top 50. Wouldn't consider any of them. Maybe Braxton Burials in a pinch in a flex spot. Last week he did pretty well. And I think that in terms of opportunities, he's going to have them. But I don't know if he's going to get you points because honestly, the Broncos secondary might be good enough to keep um, these random wide receivers from succeeding for the Jets. Broncos, they have Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy I have at number 30 on my list. Wide receiver three, high tier flex. The number one receiver for the Broncos succeeded last week. He had a pretty good week. And I think this week he'll also succeed. I mean, Brett Rippon is a complete random. But that also provides randomness. The Jets really can't prepare for him. They don't know what's going to work for him. Maybe they're just going to blitz him, you know. And if he does, if Greg Williams decides to just blitz the heck out of this kid, he's going to go to maybe his most reliable target, and it might be Jerry Judy. And if he does, you know, Jerry Judy, I think, is a quality flex option this week. He is the clear number one with the Broncos, and I would consider putting him in my lineup, especially against the Jets tonight. Tight ends. Um, Noah Fant, I have eighth. He went up because John o. Smith's probably not going to play. Um, I mean, that's a tight end one. That's a low-tier tight end one. I think with, like I just said, with Judy, Fant's the other reliable target for the Broncos. And if he's got to get the ball out quick, Fant is going to be expected to catch the ball with his big frame. And honestly, I would play him. I think I am in one league, honestly. Um, in terms of the Jets, Chris Herndon, if you, he's 21st. So you might have John o. Smith, or you might have Eric Ebron, George Kittle. You know, it's a tight end, too. Herndon is, you know, you should be comfortable with Herndon this week. I mean, if Jimmy Graham's available, pick him up. But otherwise, I would just play Chris Herndon. I mean, if you have a better tight end, obviously. I mean, I said if Chris Herndon's a tight end, too play him but he's not a tight end one this week he's barely even a tight end two I just don't think he's worth you know a guy you know that's 25th on my list like I don't think he's worth like OJ Howard or Rob Gronkowski or something I would rather keep Herndon than those guys so you know in terms of that I would I would keep Chris Herndon and I would play him as a tight end two on your team so you have to play him as your tight end one um, so yeah, 
So I kind of really threw that all out there real fast. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, tonight's game is not that great for fantasy purposes, but because the Steelers and Titans aren't playing, that's two tight quarterbacks that were going to be on your roster, two freaking running backs. It definitely were going to be running backs on your team as running back ones or yeah, and running back twos. So it's a very big deal. You know, wide receiver wise, there was, I mean, four wide receivers that you could have seen playing this week in AJ Brown, Davis, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Deontay Johnson. Those four guys might have played, and they were going to be on fantasy rosters and starting lineups. So there's holes that have to be filled. So a guy like Jerry Judy, you might want to add and play. Guy like uh, Frank Gore, you might have to play. And you, you know, you got to just do it. You got to make, you know, do what works. Like my one league this past week, I said. You know, I, I'm screwed. I have all these guys that are questionable, and literally, I don't have a healthy running back. You know, I had Christian McCaffrey and Chris Carson, Philip Lindsay, and Zach Moss to start the year. All four of those guys are hurt. I lucked out with Rex Burke, had a Sunday ad last week when James White was still out, and I mean, I obviously benefited. Rex Burke had had a career day, but this week... You know, I just had a Giovanni Bernard. I might have to play Burkhead and Bernard, you know, and it's just how it is. So, you know, you got to take this stuff kind of seriously right now in your uh, fantasy football leagues. You know, you think, oh, it's early in the season. I can blow this week. And it's like, this is an extra bye week now. Like your bye weeks, you're still going to have your washout week and you're still going to have all these other, you know, weeks where your team's not going to be at its best, you really got to win the games when your team's at 100%. So I would really consider adding guys that have value to play in these other slots instead of just taking L's and losing points for no reason. But that's this week's um, Thursday edition of the Wide Array Sports Takes podcast. Um, Saturday, I'll do another Pick Your Poison where I'm going to go more deeper into our flex you know, slot and who you should play and who you shouldn't based on their opponents. When you have a better idea of the injury reports Friday. Um, as I said, follow me on Twitter, sportsguru716. I post all my content on there. League of Legends is a huge deal to me. There's going to be a lot of that, but all my football stuff ends up up there. If I update my rankings, it ends up up there. Any Bills stuff that I do ends up up there. Next week is the NHL draft. I'm going to be doing a couple things for that. So keep that in mind. And I really think you should watch League of Legends Worlds, you know, 2020. Big deal. More watch than the NBA Finals. More watch than MLB Finals. More watch than the NHL Cup Finals. It's legitimate. It's on an NFL and soccer tier list, you know, on that tier of importance to the Asian countries. I think people should embrace it because you can play it from home and it's a free-to-play game. And honestly, I don't think anybody that listens to this is going to be as good as those guys. So, you know, you can value their, you know, talent. So thank you for listening. If you made it this far, um, if you have any criticism, please tell me. I'd love to hear it if you listen this far and uh, hope you are back on Saturday.